Hello, this is John Smallwood from Smallwood Wealth Management, located in Red Bank, New Jersey. Today, we're continuing on the 19 Sources of Retirement Income Guide, and we're focusing on rental, real estate rental income today as part of one of your 19 sources of retirement income. With the recent tax law change from 2017, the rental income does benefit from qualified business income and rental income is generating rental income in most cases is a business that you are we're really focusing on smaller properties not investing in a real estate investment trust or something to that nature with this conversation so as a rental property and having a rental property i think one of the most important parts of owning any rental property is you know, is the income that can be derived from owning that property. Whether or not you pay cash for the property is a whole other conversation and the unique value of money. But when we start thinking about a property, there's rents that can be generated based upon the quality and the location and the location and the location of that property. And that rent that you're going to be able to generate is you know going to be market driven and have the ability to hopefully raise over time but you really have to understand is how much income am i earning from the rental property so if i get gross rents of fifty thousand dollars and i have real estate taxes and maintenance and legal fees and utilities etc that are greater than the fifty thousand then I'm violating one of the key principles of owning real estate. It should be income producing. And that income for the risk that you're taking in the rental property should be greater than that than what I can earn in, in essence, investments that I could make on a publicly traded market and on the same asset class. There are you know, very unique things coming from having rentals, whether they're apartments or they're corporate you know, rentals, small businesses, gas stations, lots of different opportunities here. But there's, there's a whole conversation that we would have about asset protection and ownership formats and use of LLCs, et cetera. But this is more so focused on having that rental income coming in utilizing when i own that rental property there's very unique tax treatment under the the current depreciation rules and you have cost segregation now with the, the depreciation rules that allow you to take different pieces of that property such as windows and roofs and driveways and depreciate them at different over different time frames basically accelerating the tax benefits so you you know, let's say you have that rental property that's producing 50000 and it has $20,000 of expenses and you're making 30000 after those expenses, the depreciation that you're able to generate from the property is going to offset that 30000 So you might have 15000 of depreciation, so you're only paying tax on thirty. So that's extremely tax efficient. The tax benefits for a property, there's a, you know, a lot of really good things that you can do to a property to improve it, increase your, your tax basis. You can, you can like kind of exchange it under 
the 1031 exchange rules. You can benefit from selling it at capital gain and reinvesting back in an opportunity zone that, that, that is available. That rental income can be used for you know doing other things in your plan, buying additional properties, paying down debt. The use of debt in a rental property is really interesting because if you think about you know, the mortgage interest is fully deductible to the extent of the loan, unlike your primary residence, which is limited to 750000 in the current tax law. If you had a mortgage above that to a million dollars prior to the new tax law, that mortgage is still deductible. Home equity lines are not. But the buying real estate gives you the power of leverage. And that leverage Let's say that I have $500,000 to put into a piece of property. I can buy one piece of property for cash and generate my rent and pay all my expenses. Or I can use leverage and buy two pieces of property or one larger property worth a million and borrow money from a bank and get the benefit of the mortgage interest deduction and the increased depreciation and the increase in appreciation potential on the value of the property. Real estate does not go up in all markets. Um, it, it, you know, it could go down, it could go sideways, it could go up. But in the long run, why you're buying a rental property is to generate income, to generate tax benefits, and it's to generate appreciation. All three of those things must be part of the ownership of that. And in retirement, having rental properties and having income coming in uh, can be a wonderful thing depending upon your level of activity and your level of involvement. And all that can be handled by, you know, outside entities and people to take it, you know, to take care of all the, you know, property managers, et cetera. But rental income with the qualified business income in the moment is a wonderful tool to in depreciation not to have a lot of taxable income but yet have good cash flow so you want to you know not rental properties are not right for everybody they require you know lots of improvements over time they require ongoing maintenance they require coordination they require fixing things they require a lot of things it's not just set it and forget it but understanding how to maximize your properties maximize the cash flows maximize the tax benefits and own them in a way that they're as passive as they can be is a really beneficial thing in your in your plan and could be right for you it could be wrong for you it depends upon who you are and the way your plan and the way your time is allocated in the planning process one of the things that we want to look at is when a person has rental income what are the tax benefits what's the efficiency of that can you make it more efficient can you increase rents can you decrease expenses can you you know can you make it a better more performing asset usually yes can you get more asset protection from it yes when i sell rental properties i benefit from the capital gains i benefit from or I don't benefit from the depreciation re recapture at 28%, but you benefit from the lower tax brackets also, potentially. So having real estate, having real estate that you manage might be a great retirement thing for you. 
then again, it may not be. But understanding the benefits of it and the benefits of your current real estate and how it can be maximized is super important. So I encourage you to take advantage of our wealth curve conversation and see, you know, where you are in relationship to the 19 sources of retirement income and what things can you do today to expose yourself to these areas if you're interested in that and get yourself to a point in retirement where you have multiple sources of income coming in that will be growing and increasing in retirement potentially depending upon what happens to rents in the future rents do go down rents do go sideways you know vacancies can create a lot of problems so there's a lot of pros and cons but the idea is if this is something you're interested in what you should understand is how do I buy it and how do I achieve the principles of it, which is generating the income, generating the tax benefits and, you know, getting the appreciation. I don't want to buy a piece of property and have it negatively cash flow. That's really going to detract from my other 19 sources of retirement income. It must be a positively cash flowing property, period. You could turn your house now into rental income by, Airbnb, you know, there's different things that you can be doing to generate additional income by getting different rents. Look forward to talking to you. Look forward to understanding about your plan and how we can be of help if that's the case. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Welcome to the end of the video. Smallwood Wealth Management is an investment advisor representative. The opinions expressed by Smallwood Wealth Management and guests on this show are their own. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice, information presented for this educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume that any discussions or information presented serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized advice from Smallwood Wealth Management or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Smallwood Wealth Management is not a law firm or an accounting firm, and no portion of this presentation should be interpreted as legal, accounting, or tax advice. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Thank you for listening.